Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. I'm so excited. It's almost Christmas time. Who loves Christmas? I do. I love Christmas. I love the children doing their Christmas item. I love all the Christmas items. I love the Christmas carols on Christmas Eve. I love everything about Christmas, especially because Christ is in the Christmas. And so this morning, as we continue on the theme, Heaven on Earth, I want to start off with our main text for our theme in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Where Jesus said in this manner, He was teaching His disciples how to pray. And we call it the Lord's Prayer, but really it's the disciples' prayer. It's a prayer that you and I must take hold of. He said, therefore, when you pray, pray like this, Our Father in Heaven. Don't you love that? Our Father in Heaven. God, Jesus was talking about us right there. Our Father in Heaven. May Your Name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's our prayer this morning. Father, I want to thank You today. I want to thank You, Lord, that Your kingdom has come. Your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. As we look to You, Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, we ask today, Lord, that You inhabit us with heaven in our hearts and God, that You show us the way to everlasting life. We thank You for Your Word. We know that Your Word transforms us from the inside out, just like grace is an inside out process. And today, Lord, we lean into Your Word. We thank You, Lord, for a now word for us in Jesus' Name. Who's ready for the Word this morning? I wanna talk about around that whole message on what we sung just before. As it is in heaven, it is in me. As it is in heaven, let it be. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about what it actually means? As it is in heaven, it is in me. See, Christmas is all about the birth of our Saviour and Lord, where the light and hope of heaven comes to earth. Jesus came to earth in the form of a baby, And we know that He was 100% God, but He lived on earth as 100% man. He was created and made, He was made with you and I in mind. He was tempted like us. He felt like us. He suffered persecution and shame like us, yet He never sinned. We know that the first Adam blew it and that's why Jesus had to come and bring the second, God had to bring the second Adam, Jesus Himself, to come and claim back, to claim back, to come to restore us back to that place where God had planned right back in Genesis with Adam and Eve, that we would be restored back into that relationship with Him because He wanted a family. He wanted you and I. He wanted the family. He wanted us to be heirs of Him. He wanted us to be image bearers of Him. He wanted us to carry His DNA. Have you thought about that? We are image bearers. We carry His DNA as sons and daughters. And when we read the Bible, we understand that the Old Testament conceals the New. And the New Testament reveals the Old. And we're going to read in Isaiah this morning, Isaiah the prophet in the Old Testament, where he prophesied the entrance, 
to Jesus on earth in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. It's one we often read out at Christmas time because it's where it all began, where the prophetic word came to pass. In fact, it's all about Jesus from Genesis to Revelations. It says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace and His government and its peace will never end. I think that's something we need to repeat again. His government and its peace will never end. This is the great mystery revealed in the New Testament. This is God's extravagant love for us. He is wonderful counsellor. He is mighty God. He is everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace. That means Prince of Wholeness. He is the Prince of Wholeness and His government and its peace will never end. See, whilst we celebrate Christmas and we have food and we celebrate this beautiful season, let's not reduce Jesus just being a baby in a manger. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the bright and morning star. He is the Saviour of the world. That's why He came to us. He is the Word that became flesh and lived amongst us. Because we couldn't get to heaven. He, Jesus came to us. And when you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ through the enabling power of the Holy Spirit, heaven comes and lives in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Did you know that hope is a person? Prince of Peace is a person. The light of the world lives in us. He is a person. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Christ in us, revealed through us, heaven on earth. But it's up to you and I to keep the light of heaven and hope burning in our hearts. I want to declare to you today to arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen up and on you. You no longer have to live in darkness anymore. There was a prophetic word that came forth last week from Pastor Claude. It came for the church, but also came for us personally. He wants us to reclaim our values. He wants to reclaim vision for your life. He wants to reclaim the voice that God has given you. Did you know what that word reclaim means? It means to retrieve or recover something previously lost, given or paid for. Obtain the return of to claim or return of restoration as of right possessions, to reclaim back those things in our life that we've lost sight of or given ourselves to what Jesus has already paid in full for. Today, I want to say to you today that we are about to reclaim all in all what it is to be in Christ. Who's with me? Who's coming with me? Now, I want us to come to the book of Ephesians this morning. And we're going to start from uh, chapter 1, verse 3. But before we do that, just a bit of a backstory. Ephesians is the book that's known as the mountain peak of Scripture. I love the book of Ephesians. There's six chapters in this book. 
And it tells us, it teaches us and who we are in Christ, what, how to live and what we were meant for, what our call is meant for. And it says in Christ and in, in Him 10 times in the first eight verses. Do you think that Paul's trying to get something across to us? Do you think God is trying to get something across to us here? Paul is writing to the church of Ephesus. Now here's the, his story is phenomenal. His story is a story of the amazing grace of God. His testimony of God's mercy and grace is just something we must grab a hold of. Paul was once filled with anger. He was once filled with self-righteousness and he was intolerant until he met Jesus. And grace changed him. He is writing to God's holy people here. To be holy means to be set apart by God. You know what? That applies to you and I, church. We are holy and we are set apart by God. And in verse 3, we read here, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into His own family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. This is what He wanted to do and it gave Him great pleasure. So we praise God for this glorious grace He has poured out on us who belong to His dear Son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that He purchased our freedom with the blood of His Son and forgave our sins. He has showered us with kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us His mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfil His own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. You know what? When you feel like a failure, when you're full of shame and guilt, when you feel like that God doesn't love you anymore, when you feel like your prayers aren't being answered, it's time to think again. It's time to remember how God sees us. It's time to remember that we are in Christ and that should revolutionise the way we see ourselves, who we are in Christ. Paul uses this expression in Christ Jesus over and over again because God has taken hold of you and has placed you in Christ. Even before He made the world, God loves you. God loved you even before the world was created. He saw you without fault in His eyes. He has adopted you into His own family and it gave Him great pleasure to do this. I'm getting a little bit excited this morning. How about you? He has adopted us into His own family. Have you thought about that? He has purchased our freedom with His own blood. He has forgiven our sins. And if you think you have not sinned, then you're lying to yourself. He has forgiven our sins. He has showered us with kindness and poured out His grace. Paul says in verse 3 that it's in Christ, that it's in Christ you are blessed 
with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms. Did you know that? That you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. So everything that, all the promises that are said in the old, all the promises that are said in the new, they are for you today. Jesus is coming back for His glorious church. Did you know that? Did you know that He's coming back for His glorious church without spot or wrinkle? But we know that the God of this world, Satan, we know that He is the God of this world. And we, He also knows that His time is almost up here until He gets doomed to hell. Until then, you and I, we are in a spiritual war between heaven and hell here on earth. And we know we're not dealing with flesh and blood on this earth. He doesn't fight fair. He has no new tricks because the old ones are still working and He doesn't take whole holidays. He has come to steal, kill and destroy and nothing has changed here. He wants to undermine your identity. He wants to take your value. He wants to take the vision from God that's within you and He wants to shut up your voice. And if we truly understand the treasure that's within us, if we truly understand the treasure that lives in this tent, we would be walking and differently, walking and living so differently. Because heaven on earth is the choices we must make, not a place we must find. It's a choice that we must make, not a place we must find. The God of this world is Satan and he wants to condition us. You know, I have um, recently clicked on, I know it um, takes me time to do that, but I have noticed that every time I talk to someone about something or every time I Google something, looking up something, all of a sudden when I open up my social media page, guess what pops up? Exactly what I've been talking about, exactly what I've been looking up. And I've realised that God, Google, Google, not God, Google has been watching me. I realised that Siri has been listening to me and has been trying to entice me to buy things. Have you thought about that? All of a sudden it just pops up, things I've been interested in. Then I thought about that. That can be used for good or for evil. That can be used for good because the God of this world wants to condition you, wants to condition you to the worldly customs. But God wants to transform you because He wants you to conquer all things. God's Word tells us in Romans 12:1, don't copy the behaviour of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I want to declare today, people of God, those who are online, those who are in person right now, it's time to reclaim. It's time to claim back those things that, that the, God has already sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to pay for in full. He wants to bring back the value in our life, the vision and the voice in Christ Jesus. He wants to reset our values. You know, when you, what you value the most you prioritise in your life. Have you thought about that? What you value the most, you prioritise in your life. See, there's a heaven on earth that that few ever so find, though the maps in your soul and the roads in your mind. 
the most valuable piece of real estate you have is your soul. It's why we must put God first. His Word has to be your roadmap. And it's what you prioritise. See, church should not be an option for us. Did you know where Jesus was born? He was born in Bethlehem. Do you know what Bethlehem means? Bethlehem means house of bread, house of meat. Bethel means house of God. This is the bread of heaven here right now. This is the house of heaven. Let's not make it an option when we come into 2021. Make sure that your Sabbath is your Sabbath and you find your place in the house of God. The church of Jesus Christ is the house of God here on earth. We have the presence of God, the dwelling place within us. And when we come together as the body of Christ, And we come together, we start to mature and we push back the enemy's plans in our lives. He wants to restore vision for your life because without a heavenly vision, the people of God perish. Did you know that vision brings hope into your world? And hope is in our DNA because hope is a person. Vision is so important because it helps us see our future and it helps us see the plan that God has for our lives. Vision is what gives us purpose. And when purpose is unknown, abuse becomes inevitable for our lives. He's called us to be the salt and the light to this earth because He just doesn't want us to carry the light. He wants us to help others see the light. He wants us to rediscover our voice. Come on, we've got to switch on our faith voice, family of God. We've got to switch on our faith. The voice of heaven within you has got to come alive. Not what we see, but what we see inside. Intimacy, you see, Lord, the intimacy we have with the Lord, we've got to start to speak it out. We've got to start to speak life over our circumstances because God has called us to cause those things that are not as if they were. And man, I've been doing that a lot lately. He wants us to shut out all the other voices. He wants us to shut out all the other voices and be a voice and not an echo of what someone else has said. With the six minutes remaining, God spoke to me. That's a good thing to know, isn't it? He said, there's a pandemic. And it began when when, um, Satan was cast down from earth, from heaven to earth. But it is intensifying because he knows his time is almost up. And He does want to shut you down. He does want to lock you up internally. He does want you to live a lawlessness life. He does want you to be visionless and voiceless because if He can do that, He can shut out all the plan that God has for you. He wants to block bringing heaven on earth. But we are the ones that carry heaven in us. We are the carriers of His presence. We are the carriers of His power and we are the carriers of His purpose. And so the vaccine, the antidote from, from the enemy is not, is not COVID va- vaccination. It's Christ in our Christmas. It's Christ in our Christmas. So we must not de- de- defile the presence of God, of the Holy Spirit that's within us. The Holy Spirit, we house the Holy Spirit. We must not defile His presence. God doesn't invest His presence on rubbish. That's how valuable you are to Him. That's how much He believes in you. But He won't stay where He's not wanted. 
He won't say, eventually you will grieve the Holy Spirit and quench the Holy Spirit. And when you're living for the world, when you're calmly minded, when you're satisfying your fleshly appetite, it will desensitise you to the Holy Spirit. So that's why as people of God, we must be Spirit-empowered people. We must continually practise having, knowing that the presence of God goes with us wherever we go because we are the carriers of the geographical presence of God. We must not deny His power, the power of His grace. See, the power of heaven is in you to fulfil the vision God has for you. And when you deny the power you have, you're denying the very existence of Him in your life. The power of God is the grace of God and the grace of God is an inside out work process. That's why we can say, I can do all things through Christ who has strengthened me. When we do it in our own strength, we begin to fade. But when we do it in Christ, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And lastly, we wanna come back to Matthew chapter six. Let's not get distracted from praying because when you get distracted from praying, then you get away from His purpose in your life. He said, pray like this, our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, if the enemy can distract you from praying and and you putting feet to your prayers, he can eventually detach you from the very purpose of God in your life. And in my experience, when people stop praying, when people stop serving, they just get busy doing other things. I get the story of, you know, I just need to have a break. I need to get refreshed. But personally, I find they just get busier doing other things. The will of God is knowing by praying and doing His kingdom work. The word grace, listen to this. The word grace translated in Greek in the New Testament is charis. Do you know what charis means? Charis means thankfulness. No one can serve God effectively without gratitude in their heart and thanksgiving. Grace and thanksgiving, and that's what Christmas is all about. We have thanksgiving services, is us having heavenly access to God's miraculous multiplication and resurrection. See, when you know heaven is in you, you can't live like the world does. You can't talk like the world does. And you can't walk like the world does. Because it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. You and I, we're called to heavenize earth. Wherever you go, you bring heaven on earth. You carry the geographical presence of God. You become the giver of hope. You become the giver of peace. You become the giver of joy. You become the giver of goodwill. It's not It's not a place you find, it's a choice you make. And by His grace, the God of hope wants to fill you with joy this morning and peace through the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we wanna thank You for Your Word this morning. Thank You, Lord, that You put so much value on us. That's why You sent Your Son, Jesus Christ, to this earth to live the way You did so we could have heaven on earth. 
Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.